Do you want fresh news? Sensational gossips. And out of this world chismes. Then what are you waiting for? Learn and listen to Marvel's I am Hannah. I am Josh. And I am Maxine. For today's episode, we're going to talk about our chosen author, Brian Evanson. And his famous works throughout the world, making our chismes a reality. Now, let's talk and get to know just who Brian Evanson is. So sit back, relax, and chismes with us. Hi, I'm Josh. Brian Evanson was born on August 12, 1966 in Ames, Iowa. Brian Evanson is an American scholar, writer of both literary and popular novels, some of which were published under B.K. Evanson. Oh, really? Then, what's his work like? Eh, Hannah, you don't know Brian Evanson? Well, um, not really. Well... His fiction is often described as a literary minimalism, but is also inspired by horror, bizarre fiction, detective novels, science fiction, and continental philosophy. Evanson even often uses black humor and often shows characters who are suffering from the limits and consequences of knowing. He also writes nonfiction and have translated several books into English by a French-speaking writer. Oh. He knows how to speak French? Yes! As a young man, Brian Evanson served a two-year mission from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in France and Switzerland. Since 2016, he has been teaching at the California Institute of Arts, Faculty of Criticism, both in the creative writing of the MFA program and its aesthetic and politics of the MA program. Oh, really? Hmm. Maybe I should learn more about Brian Evanson. Yes, you should. Mare, did you know that Evanson had a controversy? The BYU controversy. While teaching at BYU, Evanson was involved in a controversy surrounding his first book, Altman's Tongue, while being a new professor of creative writing at Bridgeham Young University, also known as BYU. Brian Evanson published Altaman's Tongue, which included horrific violence such as characters who are forced to eat mutilated tongues and who attempts to cut off their own limbs. Is this the one where the university said critically acclaimed short stories were deemed too violent? Yes. Evanson stated that his book contract was a significant factor in his being hired and he included some stories from the collection in his application. Uh Uh-huh. A graduate student complained anonymously to the church leaders that the work promoted the enjoyment of violence, while Evanson argued that his fiction accentuated violence to show its horror and thus allow it to be condemned. A senior faculty member planned to tell the church authorities that Evanson knew that future. Similar publications would bring repercussion, even though Evanson had not said this. Evanson even defended his troubling stories are artistically successful and moral tales that do not glamorize violence. 
He said that these kinds of stories are easily misunderstood. So, after that, Evanson resigned from BYU in 1995 and left the church formally in 2000. His case, along with others, was included in a report by the American Association of University Professors, which argued that the academic freedom was stifled at BYU. Well, I guess BYU was not ready for Evanson's kind of amazing literary works. Yeah, I mean, BYU is the board of the nation's largest church-owned university and is mostly comprised of general authorities from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, after all. Yeah, whoa, Mare, I just found this out. And it turns out Evanson holds a PhD in both literature and critical theory, and his work is subtly philosophical, especially influenced by continental philosophy. And Altman's tongue begins with an epigraph by Julia Kristeva, the dark property contained an untranslated German quote from Martin Heidegger, and some books by Evanson include an inscription by the philosopher Alfonso Dinges. However, Evanson states that he intends to fully incorporate all philosophical elements into fiction, rather than promoting a particular perspective and reading philosophical works directly is more than reading philosophical disguise as fiction, claimed to be rewarding. Yeah, in that, some of Evanson's works often examine his Mormon heritage from a critical point of view, as well as controversial issues. For example, the protagonist of The Open Curtain 2006 deals with a murder in the early 20th century. William Hopper Young is the grandson of Brigham Young, a 19th century Mormon leader, and is some esoteric element of LDS theology. Nonetheless, Evanson has shown some respect for the devout believers of the LDS Church, claiming that he does not intend to casually insult or provoke them. Mm, well, I admire the crime thriller. Wow, that's a pretty big chunk of information you've gathered just now, Hannah. But now, let's talk about some of Brian Evanson's awards throughout the years. In 1995, the National Endowment for the Arts Creative Writers Fellowship. In 1998, O. Henry Awards for Two Brothers. 2007, Edgar Award Finalist for the Open Curtains. In 2010, ALA Russo Prize for Best Horror Novel of 2009 for Last Days. In 2010, World Fantasy Award Finalist for 2009 for Short Stories Collection Fuge State. And in 2017, Shirley Jackson Award nomination for The Warren. Oh, wow, that's a lot. And if you guys are planning to read more of his work, then I recommend Father of Lies, 1998, Contagion, 2000, Aliens, No Exit, 2008, Immobility, 2012, A Collapse of Horses, Story, 2016, the Glassy Burning Floor of Hell Stories 2021. Brian Evanson is truly inspirational. He has contributed several amazing novels, 
His works has been translated in five different languages and Evanson has his plans in CAL Art School of Critical Studies. <sighs> this episode is quite the stretch. I was able to learn more about Brian Evanson and I'm hoping I'm not the only one. Yeah, as a big fan of Brian Evanson, he had brought thrill and new perspective with his kind of literary works, and I'm pretty sure I'm not alone. Indeed, you're not the only one. I learned a lot about Brian Evanson too, and I'm pretty sure our listeners did too. Guys, we hope you enjoyed our little chat for today. Thank you for listening in today's podcast. So, Mares, see you next time in our next chit-chat. And make sure to tune in for our next chica.